Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Sidetrack Legacies podcast number 113. Today, Judy and I get into the fourth C in our five C's of legacy writing series, communication. In this conversation, we begin to understand the power of serendipity in our writing. You know, this is when you accidentally stumble upon something truly wonderful, especially while looking for something entirely unrelated. You see, sometimes we come totally prepared to a writing time, sometimes not so much, (laughs) and occasionally not prepared at all. But it really doesn't seem to matter. What comes out onto the page is often surprising, and we feel that it was totally meant to be. You see, when you're doing legacy writing, it doesn't matter if you're male or female, young or old, introverted or extroverted. We're recording pieces of our lives to communicate and powerfully connect with others. Welcome. This is the Sidetrack Legacies podcast, and I'm your host, Lisa Hoffman. Do you have ideas and thoughts that you'd like to share with your children or grandchildren? Have you learned some life lessons that might help others? If you answered yes to either of these questions, you need to get it down on paper. The world needs your stories, values, wisdom. We call this legacy work. The Sidetrack sisters have been getting together to write for years, and the topic that we most enjoy writing about is ourselves, who we are, what we've done and what we believe. Now we want to extend the invitation for others to join us. So grab a notebook, journal or laptop and listen in while the Sidetrack sisters share thoughts and tips on how to uncover, communicate and preserve your stories. So one more quick thing before we dive into today's episode, please rate and review the Sidetrack Legacies podcast because it will help others find us. And also, be sure to subscribe or follow us on Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to be notified whenever we have a new episode. And now, here we go. Hey, Judy. Good morning, Lisa. Oh, you you, you said it different this morning. I did? Yeah. What do I normally say? You usually say, anyway. <laughs> Hi, Lisa. Exactly. That's how you usually say it. Yeah. So here we are on our fourth component of our five C's of legacy work. Yeah, exactly. To get ready for this, I was um, sitting down and I actually listened to the last time that we talked about um, communication, which Mm -hmm. is our topic today. And in that um, podcast, it was the shortest segment of all of the, the, the five C's was communication. Mm -hmm. And I talked about specifically um, what to do when you want to communicate something and you might have a problem with sharing it because you're worried about how that other person is going to take your viewpoint, your perspective, or the fact that you're sharing it at all. Right. Okay. Basically by sharing just or changing just a little piece here or there, chances are the person won't even recognize themselves, especially if it's a negative story that you're sharing. Mm-hmm. And um, I thought, huh, that's interesting. That's not what I want to share about today with communication. 
<laughs> but I think it's something to keep in mind is, you know, yeah. you can always, the facts have been changed. There used to be a detective story. The names have been changed to protect the innocent. I think they used to say on Dragnet. You wouldn't. Yes, remember I remember that. Dragnet. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. And I think I've actually heard that we can change the names to protect the guilty and the innocent. So right, right, very right. important in stories if you if you're concerned about that to uh, you know tweak it a little bit to um, maintain the message but protect both the guilty and the innocent. I like it. I think that's important to share in this section. Cool. So you were thinking about um, when we got together just a few minutes ago to kind of. Um, hash over where we're going with this conversation, you brought up a really interesting component of communication. And that is the difference that you sometimes see in the style between extroverts and introverts. And talk about that for a second. I I have to admit that it's my definition. An introvert to me is someone who thinks inside their head and they have to give it a little time to gel and come out. An extrovert my goodness, it's right on the tip of our tongue. You know, you ask me a question, I immediately know how I feel. I don't think everybody's like that. <laughs> and so I encourage anyone who's going to be doing their legacy writing with a group or even with another relative. You know, my sister mm-hmm. and I are so different from each other in the way that we speak. She hates public speaking. I love public speaking. She hates talking about feelings. I love talking about feelings. <laughs> if you ask me how I feel about something, I know immediately how I feel. So for me, it's a very easy sharing. If you happen to be an introvert and for you, that's not coming easily. The temptation is to say, well, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. And I I think Mm -hmm. that sometimes a good open communication and a legacy writing can get lost in that. That's kind of a way to put it off. You know, it's a way to say, I'm not going to talk about that. But it might be more, um, uh, more contributory to the to the project to say, just give me a minute. I, I got to digest that a little. Got to think about that a little. Um, come back to me, you know, and, and we'll share that. I think we, I was saying, you and I are extroverts. And for us, I mean, we can blah, blah, blah all day long, <laughs> right? Yeah. And, and for some people, it's like, my God, you know. Um, and I think that that's interesting because the people that are going to be reading our legacy writing may be mm-hmm. more like us. They may be more like they mom. And I don't find Michelle to be real introverted, but she's more introverted than we are. Yeah, right. Would you mm-hmm. agree with that? Yeah. I do. Yeah. So I think it's um, important that number one, the people that you're writing with know that this is a safe place. This is a yeah. safe harbor. We're not going to be blurting the nasty details to anybody. That's And you can write what you want to write to get your point across without being brutal to anybody. (laughs) You know what I mean? I mean, there's ways to put things. And one of the things I like is that at the end of our writing, we share with each other. And if you shared something and I thought, ooh, that might not be the most um, positive or productive way to share that. I have one opportunity to say, hey, Lisa, how about this? Or maybe you might want to tweak it this way a little bit. Or um, I kind of felt a little arrow go to my heart when that got said. You know, I think that's 
again, the beauty of having a small group to be able to share those things. Mm -hmm. Now, with us, we know each other so well, but there's been things I've written about that I've never communicated. Yep, exactly. And I mean, like the, I mean, we, we were just writing this week about um, a parent memory. Mm -hmm. And that was so fascinating because you were talking about being extroverts versus introverts. And we were kind of talking about what does this mean, a parent inter um, parent memory? And you were thinking it was about you being a parent. And we were all thinking, no, 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 no. This is about a memory of your parents. Mm -hmm. So grandma is, is who you should have been writing about. And I was writing about mom and Michelle was writing about mom. And she, I mean, so we were on different pages. So it was good to kind of talk about what our expectation was. And what was fascinating is we were all talking about kind of where we might go with this writing. So mm -hmm. I was giving you some ideas of what I might write about with about mom. But what was so fascinating was when then we the timer was set, I I was writing on the computer. So I put my fingers on the keyboard and a light switch. I, I felt a click and I knew what I was going to write about. Mm -hmm. And it was not what I had told you I was going to write about. I know that happens so it was crazy. often. And then it was just, it, it flowed. And, but if there was an actual click um, and I wrote about being a captive audience and it wasn't, <clears throat> you know, sometimes we really want to write about a big thing or an event. And I wrote about how mother's parenting strategy of, getting me in a car and driving around and just talking at me, you know, provide, you know, I was a captive audience. I couldn't go anywhere. So. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that you really her, enjoyed it in many yeah. ways, you know, but for you an extrovert and her an introvert to get an ability to communicate with you, that was probably a necessary to oh, a vehicle for her to use to communicate, right? No pun intended. No yep. pun intended, but um, accepted. Um, yeah, and, and she's done that with me several times. Um, the other thing, it satisfied two people. She loved to look at houses and how things were decorated and all this. And so she could be doing her like and she could be communicating with you. you know? And being a parent at the same time. Yeah, exactly. And so that was something that, you know, whether you're an extrovert or an introvert, you still need to, you know, work the process to be able to get your thoughts down on paper. And yeah. it doesn't matter if you're an extrovert or an introvert, because no, not what, at all. what comes out is what's supposed to come out. And that's wonderful. So I don't know how the universe does that. And I say that that's a little woohoo, but... It's so true. You said it. You put your key, your fingers on the keys and the timer. We said go, and you just started going. Yeah. I still write with a pen, yeah. and I put my pen on the paper, and I literally did not know what I was going to write about. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Remember, I said, I have no idea what I'm going to write about. This is really crazy, you know? Um, I mean, mom and I had a great relationship, and she lived with me for 13 years, so, you mm -hmm. know... However, there was not one big moment that was jumping out. And then when I put the pencil, the, the pen to the paper, and you said go, the first phrase that came out of my brain was hop aboard the wine train. And I went, oh, my gosh, that's right. We did that. And then I, I started writing and mm -hmm. 390 words later, you know, I had 
fun it? writing. It was so yeah. cool. And it whole, the whole thing is, if I had just sat and festered about, I don't know what to write. I don't know what to yep. write. And, and put it off. Oh, I'll do this tomorrow. I'll do it next week. I, I don't, I have to have a clear idea. It never would have gotten written. Never. Now, I think sometimes in, in um, writing groups, what they'll do is they'll do like a, a warm up, you know, like a, a two to five minute warm up where they'll write about um, write about, you know, um, um, if, if you were in charge of creating a space station for people to live on on the moon, you know, mm-hmm. what are your ideas? You know, mm-hmm. something that nobody's ever thought of right. um, to kind of get the juices flowing. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we kind of talk beforehand. But whatever strategies you want to use. Now, we've been writing together for several years. And so maybe we don't need to have a, you know, a, a warm up exercise. Mm-hmm. But I know that lots of writing groups do do use that technique to kind of get the juices flowing. I know one thing we also do is we also know the topic a week ahead. Like part of our business meeting is that we discuss the topic. Now, you don't care what the topic is. You make it work for you. Um, you're you're very avant-garde about all that. Yes. But I think that does help, you know, but as you but can. But this week we got together and you, and, and we were like, yep, I haven't thought about it at all. So sometimes I, I do mull it over and really pick my brain and really, you know, process the topic and root around for good ideas and sometimes like this week it was like don't know what i'm going to write about no clue haven't thought about it you know the only thing it did for me is you know i thought about a parent moment between matt and i and then obviously in my pre-conversation with you guys that got thrown away which it should have and but i realized that in thinking about that that during the week i had thought a lot about mom and about mm-hmm. our relationship and you know i mean she was such a cool lady and how that all worked so it, it i think at some level there was a little a little spoke of of uh information that maybe opened up in my brain by that process and i do think mm-hmm. especially for someone who isn't one that has their ideas on the tip of their tongue mm-hmm. it is nice to know ahead you know what's our writing topic going to be do you think so? I do. I really yeah. do. And I mean, because really the the kernel I want to get to now of what this whole communication um, component about legacy writing is. Our legacy writing is really about connection. We mm-hmm. want to connect with our families, our loved ones, our communities. We want to connect with people that may not even exist yet, our grandchildren. Mm -hmm. Um, We really are seeking to have a connection where somebody hears us, reads about us, and really sees us for who we are. Exactly. And I mentioned this to you in our in our talk before we started recording is somewhere down this chain of of airship, there might be a person who's who's feeling frustrated because they have a feeling or they approach something away and they're saying, where did this come from? You know, nobody in the family is like that. And then they read a legacy writing and it's like, wow. Grandma felt exactly the way I feel. Isn't mm-hmm. that interesting? I'm not the only one who feels that way. And it can give you a sense of connection that 
you wouldn't have had if that person hadn't written it down. And I want to relate that back to what we talked about last week was courage. Takes courage to communicate. You know, it's Mm -hmm. really easy to hold everything inside. And, you know, how many times have we said about Grandma Doris and about Grandma Is and about the, I wish I had known her better. You know, Grandma Cecilia, great Grandma Cecilia Mm -hmm. had a fascinating life. I mean, she and Joe came over from Germany. They, you know, there were all kinds of experiences. I have none of them to share because I don't know them. The only thing she ever shared with me was the kind of the quirky wedding experience. And, you know, but it, it was the just wedding experience. Oh, the fact that that uh, when she and Joe got married, she had bridesmaids that came from all over the area. And it was on she didn't they didn't want to drive home because it was late at night when everything oh. was over with. So they all slept together that night. So she didn't sleep with grandpa <laughs> on her <laughs> wedding night which I think for most of us is kind of a, oh my gosh, you know, but you know, obviously she had six children, so they figured it out at some point, but you know what I'm saying? I I would love to know more about, (laughs) I'd like to know more about grandpa Joe, but he died very young. You know, he died when my mother was like 10. So yeah, there's all these people that it's now in this day of communication and this day of internet and this day of zoom calls and all we have such a tool to give a window into ourselves to those people that are going to come after us and and Mm -hmm. i think it's something that is not only nice to do i feel like we almost have a responsibility to do it because i don't want my heirs down the line saying i just didn't really know much about grandma judy she never talked about it a lot Mm -hmm. they probably are going to say oh my god i know everything about judy i know nothing about (laughs) grandpa michael but you know it's interesting how that can be but number one it's fun number two doesn't it make you feel good to Mm -hmm. to to put it out there and to know that this you are you are sharing the blessing of your life i mean so many people you know not lucky blessed but you i mean whether these these things like like when you shared about grandma is on the wine train I mean, reliving that with us, sharing that in writing and then talking about it, it was almost like that 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 memory was given even more power. Exactly. You know? and, and I got like, to relive it. I remember, yeah. uh, and after I read it aloud to you, I thought, that was such a great trip. We had such a good time. And my mother's sister, her name was Hyacinth. We called her Aunt Heisey. She didn't often talk about herself. And on that wine train trip, you know, a couple glasses of wine later, she really opened up. And that was probably my singular time to hear stories about her and her family. So, you know, it it has this, um, what am I trying to say? It, it, it brings in other peoples and their peoples and their feelings and stuff, too. So, Yeah. I'm sorry, I interrupted you. You said that was one and now two. Do you remember what you're going to say? Was I talking about? I don't know. What was I talking about? (laughs) I don't know what I had for breakfast. Maybe because I didn't have it yet. I don't know. (laughs) Oh, I always have Uh, at least three. But okay, so now 
on the flip side of the coin, I just said how communicating and having a connection with these positive memories gives those stories extra power. I'm wondering how sharing negative experiences might also do the opposite, not help you relive the event. Or I mean, I'm thinking about um, people that have, you know, stories of trauma that want to get it down because it's a sense of power over that time when you felt powerless, that then you dissipate the negative uh, energy of that experience. I think it's also a, a, a time of a catharsis at a yes. time of yes. release. And sometimes if you can get that off your chest, and again, you can it's write- therapeutic. Yeah, you can write thoughtfully. You don't have to give all the hairy, icky details, but you can still get the, the story down. And that is the importance of, of communication and choosing how you want to tell the story. You can, yeah. you, you can do that without being brutal. I mean, there's a difference between honesty and brutality. And I think we all need to recognize it. And I don't think we need to leave a brutal legacy to any of our family present or to come. But I think the honesty part, the transparency part mm -hmm. is really important. And mm -hmm. I, I am still sitting here. My mind is, is a little fragmented because I'm trying to think of what I was doing one and two with, because I, I guess I feel pretty strongly that the better people know us, they're, they've had the, the experience of living with us and passing that on to their children and their children and their children. Mm -hmm. And I think it can bring a comfort to them when they can read our communication and know that's where I came from. Yeah. That's how I developed. That's why I think the way I think. Yeah. And it might even give you an opportunity to say, I don't like that thinking. And you can mm -hmm. change it if you want to. But if you don't know it, you can't change it, you know. So, you know, that, you know me, I'm always looking at seven different sides of everything, but um, they don't call me the overthinker for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, did we have any other key points we wanted to talk about? We have legacy. Um legacy memories that we want to share or that, you know, are being shared in our writing. I just want to say too, you know, I was talking about, you know, getting those ideas down is something that even the process of um, writing them and sharing them, the, 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 the group that we get together with, I don't know what's more important, the writing it or the group that we get together and and do that. It's like we're communicating double. We're getting blessed both by sharing it for posterity and we're building um, connection and community. Ooh, there's another C word. Another um, C word. Ooh, between the four of us. And, and that feels really deep and special. Well, I think that's absolutely right. And I know like the other night I had something very important I had to do during the day. We meet on Thursdays and um, there was a thought in my mind, oh, I really should stay home tonight and I really shouldn't go. And mm -hmm. something just right there said, 
Nuh-uh. You're not going to miss this night. It's too important. And it was kind well, of Don't a... you remember when I was putting together that application? You were like, I'm surprised to see you here tonight. Mm-hmm. But you, you know, wouldn't miss I... it. What? You wouldn't miss it. No, it just exactly. Was too important. I mean, literally, I was up. I got one hour of sleep that night because yeah. I had this application that I needed to put together. And... So, you know, when I got home at nine o'clock is when I start, I, I started it and um, I didn't miss work. I didn't miss our meeting, but I still got the application done. So exactly. Yeah, that's and how I really, I really applaud you for that. And I, I think that when one of the four of us is missing totally, mm-hmm. it's, it does, it feels disruptive. It's weird, you know, um, but like we've actually had. I think I might have said this before, but we've had people come in on Zoom calls. Yes. You know, if yes. they're out of like Sandy's at the cottage up in Door County and she isn't going to come back for Thursday night, that's not a problem. We just nope. zoom her in. Nope. And it, it's And I think we've mentioned before that, you know, some writers groups are exclusively on Zoom. Exactly. They started during the pandemic and they've just continued. And you can find writers groups online that I you mean are are they transcend even the borders of countries. Exactly. So well, I was thinking really about exciting. it. I have a, a good friend and she has college roommates and, you know, she has a, a circle of four college roommates and for, not, they weren't all roommates, but they were all together in college mm-hmm. and they get together about once a year and have dinner and have a good time. And I thought, oh, wouldn't that be an interesting writing group, you know, because they had a lot of fun experiences and then the growth they've had since then, I bet would be fascinating, you know, so maybe, you know, if you're looking for a, a, a group to to do writing with, look for a group that you had fun communicating with, you know, if you're an only child, that's okay, you know, it, it doesn't have to be a sister or a sibling, right. it might right. just be just a good friend, somebody you pick up the phone with, and you just start where you left off, it doesn't matter if it's been six weeks or a year, you know, mm-hmm. somebody that you enjoy talking with and hearing their experiences and sharing yours you know I think you cheat yourself out of a real fun gift if you don't take advantage of that kind of personal communication Mm -hmm. so I guess to kind of wrap things up here you don't need to be either you don't need to be an extrovert like we are to be a communicator both legacy writing is for extroverts and introverts Yes. Um, really, it's a matter of connection. We That's are right. seeking to connect with both the, the people that are currently in our lives, both in person and, um, you know, people elsewhere. And, you know, re- re- the real goal is here is just making sure that our thoughts and our experiences um, inform. Don't get lost. Don't, don't get, get lost. lost. Yes. Yeah, because there's so many things that our people we love and hold dear have experienced that we know nothing about. And what a gift it would be to pick up a book. The loss is done, it's overdrawn. It's it's not serving like it could. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I love you, Judy. And um, next week we're getting together and talking about craft. Okay, and we're going to wrap up the five C's and then we'll move on to our next topic. Exactly. And what's that going to be? 
hello nobody knows we'll figure it out it'll be it'll be fresh of mind when we get together after craft so beautiful okay thanks for taking time with me today i really love this awesome it was fun talk to you later have a good day bye-bye Okay, everyone, if you enjoyed this podcast, you've got to come over to Sidetrack Sisters and join our membership. It's a year-long program that gives you writing topics and encouragement for your own legacy project. We will provide guidance and support as you record your thoughts and stories over the course of 52 weeks. Then, at the end of the year, we will publish your writing in a beautiful keepsake book. So, join us at SidetrackSisters.com. We'd love to inspire you to look at your own life, tap into your memories, find the wisdom, and write it down as a legacy for your loved ones. Until next time, take care.